Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. It is a privilege and an honor to be with you today, and we hope that you're enjoying our our podcast. We hope that we're bringing some revelation that's transforming and changing the way that you think about things. And we're going to talk about some things today that I think are are beneficial in our day-to-day life, and that is getting to live. You know, I think there's so many Christians today that, you know, the Bible said in John 10, 10, the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come, I and I am, the I am come, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And I think today we don't enjoy the goodness of the Lord. We're so consumed with things that's going on around us. We're so consumed with circumstances. We have not learned to just let go and let God have His way in our lives. We want to resist everything. We want to overcome everything. We want to be in control of everything. And I think God is leading us as believers to just surrender our lives and allow the Holy Spirit to control every area of our life and us just walk in the in the finished work and the rest of Christ. You know, the Bible said that when Jesus had finished His work that He sat down. You know, I think our mentality is if I'm not moving, if I'm not doing something, then I'm not accomplishing. What's the difference in, in we have a tendency to believe it, you know, I just really don't care. Uh, if I'm not moving, if I'm not activated, if I'm not doing something, then what's the difference in resting and not caring? And I think there's a fine line there, but I think the body of Christ has been so manipulated to believe that we've always got to be doing something that we never can just rest and enjoy the total and complete rest of Christ. You know, he said the only thing in Hebrews that you and I ought to fear is that we enter not in to his rest. So as I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to me, here's a here's a scripture I think kind of helps us realize how to get getting to live. In John chapter 12, verse 24 and 25, it says, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it rain, it remains alone. Now, this grain of wheat, he was talking about himself, it's going to fall into the ground and it's going to die. But until it dies, nothing's ever going to happen. It's kind of like me and you. We can take a corn seed, put it in our pocket, and it will never do anything. But if we put it in, a, in, in some soil, then the temperature and humidity of that soil will begin to break open the shell of that and pull the life outside of that shell and it'll begin to produce and bring forth a harvest. He said, but if he dies, he produces much fruit. He who loves his life will lose it, but he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Now think about that a minute. What is he really saying? Now I've heard this preached many different ways, but to understand this, you got to understand the Greek words. He who loves life, the Greek word for life there is suki, which is talking about our, our soulish man, our mind, our will, and our emotions. So he said, who loves his suki, loves his mind, his will, and emotions, will lose it. He who hates his suki in this world will keep it for all eternity. He's not saying you don't need to enjoy anything in the world. He's saying that you're not, so allow, not supposed to allow your emotions and your feelings to control your life. You're supposed to be led now by the Spirit and not by your emotions or your feelings. You're not supposed to be all over the calendar, up and down, up and down, up and down. You're supposed to be walking in a complete rest of the Lord and trusting the Holy 
Spirit on the inside of the, to lead you. The Holy Spirit said he'll come upon us, he'll teach us all things, and he'll bring all things to our remembrance that he said unto us. So we got to understand that it was never intended for your soulish, your mind, your will and emotions to control your life. You were supposed to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, in Mark chapter 8, verse 34 through 37, he reiterates this. And when he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever desires to save his life, now the word life there is again, is suki, will lose it. Whoever loses his suki for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul, which is also the Greek word for suki, or what we let man give in exchange for his soul. In other words, we realize that whatever you're thinking in your mind, the Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, whatsoever a man thinketh, that's what that man is. You've got to understand. So the question is not whether there is life within, but whether the outside shell can be cracked open so that you can be led by the Spirit and not led by your feelings. That's the way fear grips us, anxiety grips us. It always comes through the avenue or the, or the, or the gate of the mind, of the soulish man. That's why the Bible said in the book of Revelation, the soul is a seat of Satan. That's where he enthrones himself because he has no other access to you unless he can come through the realm of your mind. So we understand here that we got to, if we're going to get to live, if we're getting to live, we got to learn to understand how to live. And we live by the Spirit and not by our feelings, not by our emotions, not by what's going on in our life and the circumstances around our life, but we live based on the transformation and the renewed man that's on the inside of us that leads us. For as many as are led by my Spirit, they are the sons of God. That is the beauty of grace.